Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Achievers, and welcome to the Next Level Author Podcast, episode 21, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step by step progress as we level up our author business. My name's Sasha Black, and here with me this week is Jay Thorne. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were going to set me up, and I was going to say, no. Daniel Wilcox. Oh, I should have done, I should have done, but yeah, no, no. Anyway, thank you, Jay. Hello, thank you for joining. Hey. Um, so I, I should probably explain why you're here. <laughs> so <laughs> Dan is having a world of technical difficulties. Um, multiple laptops have, have imploded. And also, um, I basically told him to go away because he's kind of burned out. So yeah, he's going to have a couple of weeks off and we're going to have some special guests. So thank nice. you very much today. So would you just like to um, introduce yourself? I mean, I cannot imagine that anybody listening doesn't know who you are, <laughs> but just in case someone's lived under a, a rock for a little while, tell, tell everyone who you are. Yeah, I'm I'm Jay Thorne. I'm a guy. Uh, I'm a writer. Uh, I like to write books. I have a number of podcasts. Uh, I feel like the old Simpsons gag. Like they, uh, you may have, you may remember me from such yeah. podcast as the Writers Well and yeah. the Career Author Podcast and the Writers Inc. Podcast. Yeah, so, yeah get out and there. And the other one. Don't forget the other one. Which other one? The fourth one. Your rock one. Oh, the rock one. Yeah. The consequences of rock. Yeah. That's the passion project. I don't, I don't count that in the writing podcast. It's, it's a hundred percent a podcast though. So it, it, is, counts, yeah. it counts. <laughs> that's like, like podcasting on steroids as well. It was amazing. <laughs> so, um, okay. Right. Um, so I guess I will try to run this, uh, podcast episode much in the same way as we normally run it, but obviously, uh, without Dan's, uh, I don't know. Dan's whatever I don't even know Charm. words are hard at this time on a Friday so how are you how has your week been how how are you in general what are you working on all of that good uh, stuff well we had a we had a nice launch this week uh you you were you were part of it um the the uh, nine things career authors don't do series uh five of those books went live this week and four go next month and there's probably going to be three or four the month after that and it's all one grand experiment on doing uh, more shorter form nonfiction that's very focused and uh, we'll see how it goes. But that's, uh, that's what I've been working on this week. Do you want to, um, I mean, I know we mentioned it last week, but would you like to tell everyone uh, just, I guess, the, the titles that are out and the ones that are coming or, or you know, the, topics even rather than making you say the actual titles? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I can't remember them all. So I, okay. I, have, to, I have to pull them up, but there's, a, there's an introduction um, that will kind of get you started and kind of frame, uh, frame the series. And then there are books on uh, morning routines, exercise, self-actualization, rebel mindset. Uh, and then the, the ones that are coming out next month are uh, social media, podcasting, uh, uh, digital nomad, personal finance. Um, and like I said, there are several more that are in the works. Uh, so we're, we're kind of hoping to get different voices in there and just kind of, uh, give people a, ni a nice specific slice of what it means to be a career author and uh, we'll see how it goes. 
Amazing. Yeah. And I am, I've, I've done a couple of things, but not much. So I'm going to do um, some, I'm trying to space it out in terms of marketing. Yes. So I haven't hit my list or anything yet. So we'll see. We'll see. Awesome. Um, okay. So I am very tired. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what wall did you hit today oh uh, i just a very very significantly large brick one i i don't know it was i just i got to about eleven thirty this morning and i was just like no no i cannot anymore <laughs> just I, i'd sort of been sat staring at the computer for about half an hour and i was like I am not doing anything. <laughs> I what were you just... working on up until 11.30? I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably part of the problem. <laughs> I think I was doing a little bit of freelance, a little bit of like, so when I get super tired, I tend to do all of the like admin stuff because it yeah. feels like work, even though it's not really work. So, um, I've done a lot of work this week and I uh, like basically had a load of re revelations and stuff about uh, the course that I'm trying to create. And so it's back to the drawing board and I just, my son uh, likes to narrate his life. He's super extrovert. And um, <laughs> even though my wife likes to tell me that she thinks I'm an extrovert, I'm uh, like, I'm definitely on the border because he talks constantly and the noise <laughs> like I had to leave the room and lay in my office on uh, my little reading nook and just sort of you know like quietly rock <laughs> myself for a while yes I just it was just too much and um yeah anyway so my that's my that's been my week so what have you enjoyed this week something I've enjoyed and and I'm I'm enjoying it so much that I'm trying to not binge it because I want to like savor uh it's the new netflix series called high score mm. it's uh it's about the beginning of the video game industry oh. and uh yeah and it starts with like my generation video games which was like pong and atari 2600 and um it's it's very well done some great storytelling and they have some great interviews from some of the people especially some uh, japanese software engineers who developed some of those original games you know 30, 40 years ago. So uh, it's great fun. And I guess I'm trying not to blaze through it because it's just so good. Yeah, I, I, I hate that. I tend to stave off the last in a book in a series for that same reason, because like I don't tend to reread. So I know every page that I read is like, that's it. I'm never going to get that newness, that feeling right. of like, like the unknown. And uh, yeah, so I understand exactly what you mean. Um, yeah, that's cool. We, we have um, some older uh, games consoles just be just because like we wanted them from our youth so we have like a NES and stuff I don't know if you yeah. remember it. yeah yeah okay yeah. so my wife has a NES and you can't even save on that thing like she always talks about how she used to leave it on overnight because you know you couldn't risk uh anyway sorry I am digressing but um the thing that I have enjoyed this week is uh Obelisk Gate Nice. Um, which is the second uh, book in the, um, I can't, this actually has a series name, but I can't think what the series name is. It doesn't say it on here. Anyway, uh, it's, the, it's the sequel to the fifth season, which is like a dystopian, post-apocalyptic kind of, it has, it, I also think it sort of has some horror elements in it. There's like dead kids and, you know, horrible violence. Is that Yeah, N.K. Jemison. Yeah. 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 Have you read it? I have, yeah. Did you like it? I heard the first book. Yeah, I did. I haven't gotten the second book yet, but yeah. This one, 
is amazing also and so you know how like the first book was quite slow you finally start to get some of like what the fuck's going on yeah. and um i'm really enjoying it and there is just a complete psychopath in here and obviously i love it because i always <laughs> love the villain and so yeah now now there's like a really terrible villain in there i'm like oh this is getting good <laughs> nice all right i gotta put that on my tbr pile yeah yeah it is yeah i mean and also this one also won the hugo yeah yeah, which I just, it's amazing. Anyway, uh, weekly confessional. So <laughs> we can't have a confessional from you. And much as Dan told me he was going to send me what he'd done, he didn't. He so did. I can't know. So I don't have his confessional either. I will, I will give him a mini forfeit for that next time. Um, I was supposed to, what was I supposed to? I can't even remember. I was supposed to work on the course, which I did do. I was supposed to work on my mailing list move, which I also did and I think work on my next book, which I'm now 7,000 words into. Nice. Which, yeah, so I did all of mine. Uh, okay, so question of the week. Right, so I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. And um, it's partly because I listened to your multiple podcasts. Um, so I think it's relevant for you and the things that you're going through at the moment. And also because uh, I've had a few revelations. So it's also partly selfish. So. Nice. How do you know when it's time to shift your focus in your business? Oh, that is <laughs> such a juicy question. Wow. Uh, man, Rachel will be so proud of you with that question. That's a good one. I can't claim it uh, to be my own. Me and Dan sort of came up with it collaboratively. So I will absolutely give him also credit for it. All right. Well, he's, he's not here. So you, no. you should just take the credit. <laughs> okay, it was all me. It was all me. All right. no. It's all you. <laughs> uh, so there's a few different ways I can answer that. And one of the ways is not going to be helpful at all, <laughs> which is a gut feeling. Uh, but maybe it is helpful. So like, I'm... I'm pretty hard headed. <laughs> like I will run through walls multiple times. Um, you know, I don't take hints easily. Um, pretty stubborn. So I will tend to push things way past where they should be pushed. Like, like I, I will try something and then I will just keep at it and keep at it and keep at it. And I'm not very good at like lifting my head up and going, Oh, this is not working. Maybe I should stop. Like I just keep pushing, like keep doing it. Right. But I think as I get older, I'm, I'm pausing more and I'm, I'm trying to step back. And so there isn't sort of a way to quantify it. Like it's not, it's not like, well, if I was making X dollars, then this would be a quote unquote success. It's more of a gut feeling. And it's, I know this sounds woo woo, but I, I, it's just how it, how it feels. But like, there's a certain energy that we put into our creative work, whether that's fiction, nonfiction, courses, books, paintings, whatever it is, right? There's a certain energy you put into that. And if you don't feel the feedback loop, like if you don't feel the energy come back, that's usually my first indicator that like, hmm, this isn't quite going the way I thought it would. And I think when I was younger, I would just ignore it or I would lie to myself and I would say, well, I'm just not working hard enough or I haven't given it enough time or, and I would come up with these excuses. And I think part of that was because I didn't want to face the reality. Mm -hmm. um, so many times, almost all the time, 
these are my ideas. And I sit there by myself and I come up with these brilliant plans and I go, of course, this is going to be a, a huge success. And then when it, when it fails or when it falls flat, like I don't want to face that because then I have to face the fact that it's like all on me. So I think, and I think the reason you asked this is I talked a little bit about this on the writer as well with Rachel and how there's some things in my own business in my life that I'm, I'm sort of starting to re-examine and some transitions that I'm going to make. And I think it's been hard for me because some of these things I've been at for years and I finally had to look myself in the mirror and go, you know, this, it's just not working. Like it's not, it's not getting to the place where it, where it should be and not comparing that to other people, but just comparing to like what I know it feels like when the energy comes back and if it's not coming back. So I know that's a very esoteric and, and uh, abstract answer, but it, it really is just sort of listening to that inner voice and, and not fooling myself anymore and, and not trying to work through it. That's the other thing that I did a lot was I would just dump more hours on it, right? Like, oh, this is not working. I'll just work more hours. I'll just put more into it. And that really works. <laughs> like if there's something wrong, um, throwing money or time at it isn't necessarily going to fix it. I love that. I love the answer. And um, it was definitely because it wasn't just the right as well, but also um, I was listening to the career author and how you were looking at short fiction and also slowing down and, and doing sort of one deeper book, I suppose. So, and there were, and also the nonfiction. So there were a few things that we were like, Oh, this is a really good question. So yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. And I love, I love the energy and I love the, um, you, there was an I word and I can't remember it because my brain is so exhausted today, but um, indications, I think was the word because that is the angle I've gone. So, yeah, and I, and so I, tell us. I, well, I had to write it down because I'm, my memory, I'm senile at the best of times, <laughs> <laughs> and especially on days when I'm tired. Um, so I don't really procrastinate and so that that's number one. Well, and what do you mean by that? So, okay, so and this, th I'll have to go round the circle to explain. Okay. All right, Cause, all right. Because I do procrastinate, but there's always a reason why I'm procrastinating. So I'll, I'll get there. Fair enough. Um, and also, I'm not very self-aware. So like Dan will sometimes say things to me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, and it's this this huge revelation. And sometimes I have to re-revelate. That's not a word. Anyway, I have to like have the revelation multiple times to, to, to see these things. Of late, there's been a couple of things that have happened. So my writing process has changed dramatically and I'm shifting things in the business. And I think some of that is to do with next level authors because I'm constantly reevaluating, like we're constantly pausing and assessing and looking at ourselves and trying to improve. And it's really making such a, a huge difference but let's not tell dan he's having a positive effect because he'll go no. to his head <laughs> fuck you dad no i'm joking <laughs> um, um but what it's what it's done is enabled me to spot triggers or or indications or early warning signs that's kind of how i came to it was there are early warning signs one of them is procrastination so I do procrastinate, but only when I don't want to do something. And there is very little in my business that I don't want to do. Um, and the things that I don't particularly want to do, I know I have to do because they're good either for my income or, or for the business. And therefore, 
I'm happy to do them in a way, if that makes sense. So yeah, it does. when I find myself procrastinating, that is an early warning sign to me that actually there could be something that I'm doing that I shouldn't be, or that I'm no longer enjoying. Or like you said, the energy is not coming back to me anymore. Another one is watching how I talk. So when I start to say, oh, I hate, I hate this book. I, I hate such and such. I, you know, these are really strong words and yes, okay. I'm always overly dramatic and throwing these things out, but actually, uh, you know, when you start to listen to yourself, they are early warning signs. You should never hate what you're doing in a business that you have created. Um, and if you do, then why the fuck are you doing it? You know, <laughs> like, go fucking do it. It's your business. Um, so yeah. And then, so the three others were when I start to avoid doing things. So I was avoiding working on my course and it's purely because it was just the wrong focus, the wrong angle, and I needed to shift. Um, overwhelm and lack of focus. Because as soon as I um, am working on the right thing, the good thing, the thing that gives me back that energy, all my focus returns to me and the overwhelm vanishes. So yeah, like I think for me, it's definitely um, picking up on those early warning signs. And when, when they start to appear in clusters, as they have done this week, that is a sign that I probably need to shift or that something is wrong in my business or yeah. So I, I yeah, I, I don't think it's that different to your answer. Um, no, it sounds pretty much the same. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that would be when, when I, yeah. And, and again, gut, gut feeling as well. Um, well, oh. do you have, like, do you have the other side of that is, uh, do you ever have regrets about like, you have these feelings and then you know, you're procrastinating, these red flags are coming up. And so you stop. And then do you then later go, oh, maybe I should have not done, maybe I should have kept going. That is a question. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. I cannot no, I don't think I have. Me so, neither. Yeah, that's so weird. So obviously it is our gut or our intuition telling us that something is so very wrong that when we, no, no, I don't. And the, and the reason is because when I pick up on those things, which I really struggle to do, not because I, I don't know, just because I'm so unself-aware, I think. Um, but when I pick up on them, I usually feel relief. How do you feel? I'm the same way. I, I think it's, I think it's how I'm wired. I think certain people are wired certain ways, but like when I make a decision to stop something, it's done. It's yeah. in the rear view mirror. I don't like second guess it. I don't, I'm like, it's, it's out of my mind. Like it, I take that mental burden off me and I don't ever think twice about it. I'm exactly the same with um, when I make a decision to do something. It doesn't, there is absolutely nothing on this planet, nothing on this living earth that could get in my way or stop me. I will just juggernaut my way through. And it's, and it's exactly the same with decisions on the opposite way. Like when it's done, it, it's, that's it. Bye-bye. It's dead to me. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. It is gone. <laughs> um, okay. So I always ask uh, Dan this question. <laughs> I know you won't be here to uh, be accountable, but how are you going to level up your business this week? Yeah, I've decided this week I'm going to write and publish a nine book romance series under a brand new pen name. <laughs> That's totally what I'm going to do this week. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Well, I have no accountability, so I figured I could just say whatever the hell I wanted. Amazing. I love your rebellion. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll, uh, I'll be hunting for that next week. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you a link when it's live. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I am going to replan my, uh, course. Uh, it's a much narrower, much deeper course. And also the, uh, how I'm going to like what's the word restructure the the what I was doing so that I can still do it all but in a different way so that's number one and the second one is to keep working on my book whose name I nearly forgot but yes I'm working on a book called Siren so that is what that's it just two things this week because I think if I try and do anything else I'm gonna implode Good. And I, I won't be a total jerk here. I am, I'm working on taking a uh, dialogue only first draft and uh, converting that into a screenplay. So that's, that's what I'm working on uh, to level up my, my, my business and my craft this week. Yeah. I, I have you, cause I was listening to that on the writer's Inc. Have you um, like, have you been reading any books on screen? Like, cause I would go to that with absolutely no fucking idea how to do that whatsoever. You know, like I was, I'm torn on that. So I've, I have a few scripts that I've read for different okay. things and I I'm using final draft. So I don't have to worry about like the formatting and, and stuff. Um, I took Shonda Rhimes masterclass and um, there was, there's some great uh, materials in there on, on, on screenplay and writing, but part of me doesn't want to like, doesn't want to learn too much because I don't like, I, I want to come to it fresh, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I've um, it's not, it's not like a strict screenplay either. It's, it's a dialogue only draft. And so I know that whoever gets it next is going to sort of mold this into, mm-hmm. into whatever it needs to be. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to take that pressure off myself because when, when JD first suggested it, I just got flush in the face and I got a pit in my stomach. I'm like, great. Now I have to learn how to write screenplays, but I really don't like, I just have to get it. Okay. Like I have mm-hmm. to get it good enough. And I think that'll work for now. Yeah, I think sometimes, like, especially indies who have to learn everything, sometimes we almost overlearn and it does put that pressure on us to get it perfect or, you know, right or whatever. And um, I think for people who are perfectionists, it's it's really dangerous to actually uh, being able to finish anything. That's one of the things that I'm trying to take away from myself, like in Mm. terms of the, the... perfectionism okay awesome so i guess we are going to ask the audience the same question so how do you guys um know when it's time to make a shift in your business all righty thank you so much for your time today bye bye hungry for more if you enjoyed this podcast you can hear more of my angelic accent and dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become next level authors. authors.